More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bold, reverent, and occasionally random. The Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast starts now. This was one of one of the most viral clips I I think in recent months of all things on the internet. It reached that level where it it turned into a cultural phenomenon on its own. It was a meme. It was a um, what's the best way? Aesthetically pleasing woman. I think we could She's say. really good looking. That's why it went viral. Very good looking woman who is on a plane and it goes completely bonkers on video. And the video went ultra viral. This was back in in July. And uh, we're going to we're going to we right. It's got some bleeps in it. We could play here. Here. Here is the viral moment of the lady on plane. Play nine. I'm telling you, I'm getting the off. And there's a reason why I'm getting the <laughs> so even even listening to it, I've heard it a few times before. But now that I'm listening to it with all of you, it like is like feels like the first time all over again. It is not e- even vaguely clear. She almost makes it sound like she thinks the plane is going to go she down. Somebody is not real on the back of the plane, yes. and that as a result, the plane is going to crash. W- what's the um with John Lithgow and there's the gremlin on the wing of the plane? You know, isn't that um, bridesmaids Ca- right? Wasn't that well, bridesmaids? Or no, was it, uh, no, 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 no. T- you guys know what I'm talking about, right? There's a famous. There's like a gremlin that's um, trying to pull apart the wing of the plane. Someone help me out here, team. You guys are. Yes, the Twilight Zone. Thank you. It's a Twilight Zone thing. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. There's a gremlin on the wing of the plane, and he's like, "Guys, we're all going to go down." This gremlin's on the wing of the plane. Everyone thinks he's crazy. They hold him down, and you know, I don't want to spoil it, but guess what? There was a gremlin. She's yelling crazy stuff. Her name, they finally found her. It took them a few weeks. She is a uh, a marketing VP, yeah, in uh, in Texas. 
and lives in like a $2 million house in Texas. And she has put out, we don't have to listen to the whole thing. We'll just listen to it for a minute or so, or, you know, I mean, less than a minute, a moment or two. Here she is. Crazy plain lady Tiffany Gomas put out her official video yesterday. Play eight. Distressed or not, I should have been, I should have been in control of my emotions. And that was not the case. My use of profanity was completely unnecessary. And I want to apologize to everyone on that plane, especially those that had children aboard. We all have our bad moments, some far worse than others. And mine happened to be caught on camera for the whole world to see multiple times. Well, it has been really comical for everyone. um, And I have highly enjoyed so many of the memes. On the flip side, it is very invasive and Unkind. Okay, Clay. A couple things here. One one thought I have about all this is it just went super super viral. It was all over the internet. You couldn't open Twitter or Facebook and not see some version of the crazy plain lady thing for like a month. Um, I I, I you know it's not like she you know okay she cursed she shouldn't curse in front of kids fine, but I don't think people are angry at her. I don't think I thought people just thought it was kind of crazy and bonkers. It's not. There are some other things where people get caught and it goes viral and it's really kind of character destroying for them. And that can be have real ramifications. But not only that, because she's good looking, uh, surprisingly, uh, you know, noticeably good looking. I think everyone, you know, has has picked up on this. I think this is now going to be something that she actually capitalizes on financially. We talked about this off air. There is nothing comparable in terms of advantages in life. Everybody wants to talk about white privilege. Everybody wants to talk about uh, all these different privileges. There is nothing remotely close to hot girl privilege. If you are a good-looking woman, you can get away with basically anything. And that this everybody, I, I don't know what percentage of our audience would have seen this video or heard it discussed. I think the younger you are, certainly the more likely you are to have seen this video. It was everywhere. If it's not a good looking woman, no one ever sees this video because yeah. it is a little bit creepy. Like she's standing there saying, somebody's in the back of the plane and they're not real and this plane's going to crash and I've got to get off. The reason I was saying it was like Bridesmaids is, I think it's Bridesmaids, the movie where the girl takes Ambien. And she starts to have hallucinations uh, yes. and isn't making any sense on the Bachelorette uh, trip. It, it, That's what it seemed like to me. If you change this out and it's a 250-pound guy yeah. saying the exact same thing, everyone on that plane, first of all, would not be amused. They would be terrified. And and people would be like wondering, you know, they'd be thinking much more about was there some kind of a threat on this plane? Was there a safety issue? But because she is noticeably very pretty, it turned into like a funny meme and everyone was sort of, oh, you know, whatever, and making jokes about and it. And to your point, she's going to make a lot of money off this. Yes. She's famous now. Even if it's infamy, if you are beautiful as a woman, infamy is highly monetizable. Highly I mean, monetizable. There's lots- Lots of women in the Instagram social media universe that are infamous, but they are famous and they can make a lot of money. And there is no male equivalent to this. No. And uh, and so anyway, this Kane's thing. Can we talk about that? We never brought that up on the show. You know, there's all this talk about pay inequality 
And uh, this comes up in the context of sports, so it's near and dear to Clay's heart. It comes up in the context of feminism, so obviously it gets me fired up because, you know, feminists want to ruin America. Um, but when you look at modeling, yes, it is a profession where a top male model, which there still are apparently, I don't even you know, I can't the name. Derek I, Zoolanders I, of the world. I, I am being honest in that I cannot name a top. I can name the top female models because everybody can. Giselle Bunchen and, you know, Naomi Campbell, and maybe I'm a little... Terms of uh, might might be a little bit years past, but you get what I'm saying. We all know the supermodel names. Um, the the pay is like fifty or a hundred to one in terms of what the yes. top female models make versus it's not even close. So you do see that to your to your initial point, female beauty in our society and really in all societies, um, but particularly in this day and age, man, is it an advantage. Changes the, the game with a whole whole range of ways. It's the single most valuable currency in terms, sometimes literally currency, uh, in all of human life, I think. Because you don't have to, you can just cash in on it. And it is it is wild to think because you never hear when people are attacking white privilege or anything else, there's never a beauty privilege attack. Um, and, and, and I suspect it's, uh, it, it's because of a situation like this where you look at modeling. The U.S. women's soccer team argued, oh, we should be making as much as the U.S. men's soccer team. Okay. And they now get that money, and now they're equally as unsuccessful as the U.S. men thanks to the fact that they choked against Sweden. But no one ever says that male models are underpaid. And to your point, women are making 50 and 100 times as much as they are because female beauty beauty is far more valuable than male beauty. I'll tell you this. Again, if that is a guy yelling, that, that guy's not real, and he's screaming in the back of the plane, there is not a single woman in this audience, I don't care what the guy looks like, who would be like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'd go out with that guy. Yeah, like he's, you know, maybe he had a rough day. You know, maybe he was the number of single guys. <laughs> Who would go out? I mean, right after this, like who could have been, all, could have been yes. in the airplane terminal and have just witnessed the Tiffany Gomas meltdown. The number of single guys who'd be like, "I'd give her a shot. I'd go out with her on a date." I could 80, 90 percent. I could 90%. fix her. It's the great. I'm sure you've seen, and I wonder how many of our audience have the hot crazy matrix. You know, the it's guy, a, the the professor standing in front of the board who is uh, analyzing women for hot and crazy. And like, uh, it, it's a really, really funny uh, graphic that many women are looking at and they'll be like, yeah, I kind of see that, too. Yep. yep. Remember Seinfeld so. back in the day had that uh, the girlfriend and it was a great uh, comedic episode, but it was like she could get anything because she was so good looking. So you get pulled over for speeding. She gets out of the ticket. She wants to go see a movie. They say, oh, we're sold out of the movie tickets to everybody, and then the pretty girl walks up. How many times have you, Buck, been standing outside of a place that a lot of people want to get in, and girls, good-looking girls, walk right uh, up, and they look, don't stand in line at all? I, I'm not going to name names, but it's true on the left. It's true on the right. In politics as well, in terms of elected officials, if you are a woman who is really good-looking, you are way more famous and influential in politics in general as a rule than, you know, you would be if you were a guy named Bob who's, you know, bald. And AOC's, AOC's entire career is owed to her being attractive. If she were <laughs> I'm a... Like, I'm like, si I won't say it. Clay's like, yeah. I'll say it. No. <laughs> if AOC were a 65-year-old dude, 
exact same political perspective, exact same arguments. Every single opinion is the exact same. No one would have ever heard of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's interesting, too. This is also an area where no matter what society tries, and they've tried a lot these days to be like, oh, we're, we're changing the beauty standards. Um, there's a lot of indicators to show you that uh, people, that doesn't work. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck. We know that COVID broke the brain of many people and that their brains are still broken. I flew from Cleveland down to Atlanta, where I'm doing the show from today, Buck. And the number of people that are still wearing masks in airports, it really just, it honestly makes me angry. 
the fact that anybody, especially if you're young, look, if you're old, maybe you have some health condition I don't know about. But if you're like 25 and you're wearing a mask, it's pathetic. Well, honestly, even if you have a health condition, doesn't do anything, folks. Doesn't work. Does nothing. Does nothing. Not even a little bit. Nothing. So why are people doing it? So uh, then I saw this story that our that our staff pulled. This woman that you're about to hear from has been so terrified of COVID that she basically has not left her house for three years. Three years. And she finally decided, I'm ready to leave my house. What got her to leave the house, you might be wondering. The new Barbie movie. I can't even make this up. Listen. The entire cinema is going to be one employee plus 20 attendees. That's it. Um, We are the only people in the building, and every single person, including that employee, is going to be wearing an N95 the entire time. If you show up because you bought a ticket, I need to see a KN94 well-fitted or a 95 well-fitted or a P100. And if I see a baggy mask, I'm going to tell you to take it off and put on one that I hand you. There are no concessions during the movie. They're not even going to open it up. Do not bother bringing food or drinks. You may not take your mask off in the movie. If you need to scratch your nose or you need to take a sip of water, you need to get up, exit the theater, do that, and then come back. I mean, first of all, truly insane. Second of all, Fauci approved. Fauci would be like, she takes it seriously. The virus will not, you know, she's actually taking the Fauciite logic to its conclusion here, which is really to be safe from the virus, you need to asphyxiate yourself. That's what you have to do. (laughs) What about the fact that three years, Buck? This woman's clearly insane and should honestly be seeking medical treatment for the insanity, not for the fear, uh, not for what COVID might do, right? But the Barbie movie is what finally broke her? (laughs) There's been nothing else in the last three years to the extent she's broken. Obviously, all these regulations that she's trying to put in place to watch Barbie are absurd. But this was what she finally said, I've got to get back to living. And the thing that made her decide she had to get back to the living was going to see Barbie. I mean, you could wait, what, another month and it would be on demand. It's not a it's not a wedding. It's not a uh, it's not a kid's birthday party. It's Barbie. I, I just I, I, I this it made my head hurt when I when I mean, I've been a lot of you out there listening right now are feeling the same way. Like, how is this a real person? I didn't Barbie make a lot of money. A billion dollars, I think it's made. Clay, what is going on? Explain that one to me. Like, why would adults want to see this movie? Oh, I think it's just women. Every girl just about grew up playing with a Barbie doll. And the same way that everybody went and watched Super Mario Brothers, I think they're taking their kids, their little girls, uh, to go watch the, the Barbie movie. So my guess would be, and I haven't seen the numbers, that it's around 70% female, and then there's 30% of men that are going. And the reason those men are going is because they think that their wife or girlfriend will sleep with them after the movie because they went and saw the Barbie movie. That's I'm just telling you what men are thinking. There's, if you're a straight man, I don't think there's a single straight man out there listening to us right now. It's like, you know what I want to do on Friday and Saturday night? I want to go watch Barbie. They're all thinking... If I go with my wife or girlfriend to watch this movie, my wife or girlfriend will sleep with me. 
That's how, that's the 30% of men that are going outside of the dads that may take their daughters or whatever. But if you're going with your wife or girlfriend, that's why your husband or that's why your boyfriend went. I got to say a billion dollars. I would have never. I look. I haven't seen the movie as people who know me well know. I'm very grouchy about movies because people has Carrie seen it and look at their cell phones. No, no, Carrie. Uh, well, she's my wife. So if I don't go to the movie, chances are, you know, she hasn't had time to see it yet either. So we, she'd have to convince me to go. I don't think she has any interest in going, but she also, I think, is probably worried that I'm I'm the loud person. <laughs> You know, when you're in a movie and someone's like, doesn't, it doesn't surprise me at all. You know, when, when people are doing the whole, I'm whispering really loud during the movie. I'm just whispering, though, so it's okay. It is not okay. And I am the voice from the darkness that goes, shh. I can't wait until you start going into kids' movies. And those things, you might as well. I mean, it is like a cacophony of noise coming in every direction. Kids can't talk quietly. They don't want to be quiet in the first place. Why do you, you go watch one of these movies? Sound like it's going to be one long stay at a Chuck E. Cheese, Clay. That's Gosh. basically what that's. It's actually a pretty good analogy of what it is. Welcome oh, to the man. next twenty-five years of your life. Uh, I'm just, I'm just telling you. It's loud with kids in the... Uh, wait, wait, real quick. What is the worst movie Laura has ever dragged you to? I tend to like... It's a great... I'm going to have to think about this during the break. Um, it's probably more likely that I've dragged her to bad movies. Let me think on this. <laughs> I haven't seen Barbie yet. Sunday Drop with Clay and Buck. I talked as we went to break about the fact that I am and remain a big believer that eventually comedians are going to be brave enough to not be members of the propaganda brigade. One of the disappointing things for me of the entire Trump era is how all late night comedy, for instance, turned into left wing propaganda because Stephen Colbert went far left wing and everybody else followed him off the cliff. And there was no divergence. There was no, when you and I grew up, the idea that the president wouldn't be equally made fun of, whether he was a Democrat or a Republican, for Johnny Carson or even David Letterman back in the day. All of those guys, uh, Jay Leno, made fun evenly of Democrats and Republicans, which makes sense in a 50-50 country that you wouldn't effectively turn your comedy into a form of left-wing propaganda. And when you consider how many lies have been told and the arrogance that has been put forward by the entire scientific community, and frankly, just how much they have all gotten wrong about COVID and the COVID shot, it's really extraordinary that there hasn't been more mockery from a comedic perspective. And I believe, and I made this argument, that there is a deep wellspring of right-leaning, just anti-woke comedy out there that is waiting to spring forth. I really do believe that. And I thought that as I listened to this late last night, I don't know how long this Rob Schneider uh, uh, comedic routine has been public i don't know how long he's been doing it in other words i think it's relatively recent vintage but i think you'll enjoy it here he is ridiculing fauci and the entire idea of covid booster shots 
It's nice to have something to believe in. This is not, it's not true, but you believe in it for as long as you can until you find out it's just, you know, a lie. That's why Tony Fauci, he was like the COVID fairy. Remember in the beginning, listen, you don't have to wear a mask. You may make it feel better if you wear a mask, but they don't really work. We need to save the mask for, like, for the essential workers because the virus can tell the difference between an essential worker and a piece of <laughs> like you people. So you don't have to wear a mask. Two weeks later, everybody's got to wear a mask. I'm sorry, you wear, just cover your face with anything. It doesn't matter. A tennis racket, a tennis shoe, put anything over your face. Once you get the shot, then you're fine. You don't have to wear a mask anymore because you're protected. That's the whole thing about vaccinated. So once you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear it anymore. You can't give it. You can't get it. It's like, what? Okay, you can still get it. You can still get it. Then he goes on and on making fun of the fact that how many boosters you had to get, how many you had. And it's all ridiculing this idea, the lie that we were told, which was if you got a COVID shot, COVID would basically vanish. And instead, unfortunately, you're now seeing a lot of schools out there make the decision to shut down. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair. It's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts.